Whether you're having a not moving off the couch while you watch the game kind of day, or a no time between conference calls kind of day, it can still be a delicious Dunkin' kind of day. And with Dunkin' now available on DoorDash, it's easier than ever to get your faves brought right to your door. So if you're looking for coffees, donuts, and breakfast sandwiches in the morning, craving some afternoon snack and bacon, or in need of Dunkin' refreshers for a PM pick-me-up, we've got you covered. Order now and get your faves brought to your door through Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash. Price and participation may vary. Exclusions apply. America runs on Dunkin'. Welcome to Is This Real Life, a podcast that relates the quirkiest aspects of pop culture and reality TV to our own lives. I'm your host, Mandy Slutsker, and this week I have a very special guest, Brittany Vasura Thomas, who is a YouTuber extraordinaire and one of my dearest friends. We used to live together for about four years as roommates in Washington, D.C., before she moved back out to San Diego. And we'll spend about the first half of the podcast recapping The Bachelor, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and Vanderpump Rules. And about 33 minutes in, Brittany will give her first ever interview where she dishes on reality TV and gives us a glimpse of what her life is like being a YouTuber. Please be sure to listen, to subscribe on iTunes, and to rate the podcast. Really appreciate your listenership, and let's get to it. I am here with Brittany Vassura Thomas, who is a famous YouTuber and one of my best friends. <laughs> famous YouTuber. Famous oh YouTuber. We are so excited to be here together in San Diego. First uh, podcast outside of my kitchen table. <laughs> I am so honored to be here. And I'm just going to do a little bit of a reality roundup. Yes, recap. let's get um, into it, girl. So I know you didn't get a chance to watch, but let me fill you in a little bit on The Bachelor. First of all, how do you feel about Ari? Honestly, don't love him. I'm not invested in him. I don't believe that he's really looking for a wife. Not here for the I'm right reasons. I'm just not feeling it. I, yeah, I'm just not feeling him. I really enjoy his salt and pepper hair. Hair, yeah. A lot. I do. Okay, he does have that going. Yeah, so admit. the first date he goes on is with a woman named Becca Kay, who's from Minneapolis, my hometown. Oh, okay. So I'm a little partial to her. <laughs> on the date, he basically, first of all, they get on a motorcycle, which I am not the biggest fan of motorcycles. Me either. I'm terrified of them, and there's so many accidents. Yeah. And then he brings her to a decadent room filled with shellfish. What? <laughs> it's like what kind platters of, of like lobster and crab and shrimp and just like this. I was like, is picking, it cooked? I mean, yeah, I don't know, like chilled, like like fancy, like what people oh, would okay. eat it, like a really okay. nice. Okay, you're like imagining people just like taking it off the boat. No, like a really fancy shellfish oh, platter. Okay. But 
I'm just thinking motorcycle plus shellfish is like a nightmare for me. Like, I yeah, that's a recipe for disaster for you. Would, you, would, you would actually die. I would not get out alive. Yeah. I'm allergic the to The last shellfish. time you had shellfish, I mean, it was an international incident. <laughs> you know what? I think I've only had reactions abroad. That's true. Yeah. Maybe it's something in international yeah, shellfish. Yeah. That was um, But then he basically has her pick out designer clothes, like the red bottom shoes. Okay, so this is like a pretty woman moment. Kind of, yeah. Oh, but wouldn't you be a little bit offended by that? I would be. Yeah. Like, I could buy it on my own. I don't, I don't need a sugar daddy. Yeah, but then, of course, Neil Lane. But he doesn't come. Oh. He sends, like, a like, helper. Oh, okay. <laughs> With, like, a box full of jewels for yes. the But she's just wearing it for the day. Uh, right? No, she gets to keep it. Oh. So then she goes back to, like, get dressed for the night part of the date, and all the women see all of the, like, designer bags that she has oh. of, like, clothing and jewels, and they're all a little so bit jealous. So that gets them all going. Yeah, but she's, like, not very divisive. She seems pretty, like, grounded. Okay. But then he goes out with Crystal from San Diego. Oh! <laughs> who makes um, exercise videos. Okay. And she's got this sort of, like, sexy, childlike voice, but it's creepy. Okay, like, give me an example. Um, I don't know if I can do it. Like, oh, so, like, I am just so moved by, like, yoga. (laughs) And the slow blink. The slow, yeah, and, like, the, it helped me find myself. Okay, so the breathy, innocent. father left us. And then she's got this, like, sob story of her family, and I get it. Like, she, like, her mom was kind of neglectful. Her dad wasn't around. She helped raise her brother, who is now homeless. Ooh. But... It doesn't come across as authentic. Interesting. Like, she's practiced the story. She's not seen it from the bottom of her heart. Whoa. (laughs) So there's more to that story, it sounds like. Something's up with her. Interesting. And um, she gets called out by my new favorite, Bibiana. Oh, already? There's a call out? A big call-out. Whoa. Yeah, Puerto Rican girl named Bibiana, who's just badass. <laughs> I is love basically that name. like, I don't have time for your shit. And, of course, Crystal goes out on a one-on-one, gets a rose, and even though she has a rose, she steals him oh, away. Oh, no, she didn't. Yes. Oh, that always. At the rose uh, ceremony, twice. <gasps> twice? Twice. She oh. speaks to him twice. And so That's Bibiana is just like, I'm just saying what everyone else is thinking. Oh my gosh. It's, yeah. Was it like a cliffhanger situation where it um, ends at that? Yeah. So like he chose all, like, Viviana's there next. She was like the last to be chosen. Okay. Oh, so, so that they was made that the, like the suspense. But there was. He knew she'd be there. Yeah, I mean, she's too good of television. They she's the drama. You they would have not dedicated 15 minutes to her of a two-hour episode if they were just going to dump her. Yeah, yeah. It would have been edited differently. And then the thing I think you would appreciate most, which I actually can relate to, Annalise um, started crying during, they basically had a derby type date where it was like demolition derby where they all got these really old cars and spray painted them and then rammed them into each other. And she started crying and said that she had had a trauma as a child (laughs) doing bumper cars. (laughs) 
this is and I I actually had a trauma. Oh, you did? Yeah. How do I not know this about I, you? You know what? I didn't tell many people. I haven't told many oh, people. It's okay. a very you know it's a dark moment. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Here as a twelve year old. Uh, for those of you in the Midwest, I was at the Wisconsin Dells and went to some bumper cars and I basically because I didn't know how to drive because I was twelve. Oh I didn't know the difference between the brake and the gas. <laughs> And so I was going around like a really kind of a steep curve and basically thought that I needed to slow down, but I accidentally pressed the gas and I like rammed into all of these other bumper cars and tires blew out and I got ejected (laughs) from the bumper cart place. Wait, wait, wait. What was your final position you ended up in? Um, oh, I was like, cause other people rammed into me. So I was like in the middle. Oh my gosh. Um, out of the car, like on the road. Oh no, no, no. I was still in the car. I didn't know how to take off my seatbelt either. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. So you were that girl at the bumper cars. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it would have traumatized me the way that Annalise was traumatized. But as soon as she said it, I was like, wait, has she been in a really bad car accident? Yeah, like, you think something serious. You know, something really serious. I mean, granted, I've never gotten back in a bumper car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. But I've also never been kicked out of anywhere. I've been not let in places. You've never been kicked out of anywhere? Anywhere. Really? Yeah. I was wow. kicked. I was not let into. There's like this fancy bowling alley in D.C., Oh, a lucky strike. Yes. And yeah. I was wearing a jumpsuit after going to see a movie. It was cold winter. It was a velour jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, no, ma'am, you, you need to be dressed. Dress yeah. <gasps> How dare they? And everyone else I was with did meet the oh, dress code. No. I was like, who goes to see a movie in the afternoon on a Sunday as if they're going to go to a club? And why do you need to be dressed up to be it's in a bowling, bowling alley? alley? It's a fancy bowling alley. But still, it's a bowling alley. That's just not right. I know. I need some, like, Midwest, down-home, you know, smells-like-cigarettes bowling alley. Yeah, seriously. So that's about it for, basically, The Bachelor this week, okay. of what I thought was relevant. Okay. Um, but then you and I just witnessed um, one of my absolute favorite shows, which is Real Housewives of Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. Any thoughts? Well, so I haven't, I missed an entire season, so I what? am really behind. I know. so good. I know. And the ending of it was really good. So there was, did you miss the bunny? Yes, I We I do not know the bunny. Oh my God, Brittany. The, is that a euphemism? No. Oh. So Kim Richards became a grandmother, and okay. Lisa Brenna brought this like big bunny, like rabbit that was wrapped in plastic, huge, like maybe a three or four foot tall stuffed animal baby blue bunny and brought it to Kim's grandson's first whatever it was as congratulations and this is a toy for your grandson at the reunion and as you know like Lisa Renna was talking shit about Kim Richards and her drinking issues and Mm -hmm. saying she was close to death and she wasn't really close to death and basically at the reunion Kim got a chance to confront Lisa Renna and brought the bunny back and returned the gift to her and Lisa had just one tear (laughs) stroll down it was amazing television and that bunny is now 
at Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Stop. Live Clubhouse. Oh my gosh. And him and Anderson good. Cooper bring that bunny with them when they travel to do shows for AC2. Wow. That's yeah. iconic. That's an iconic bunny and, at this point. And, and it's it, just called The Bunny. There's no yeah, name. Yeah, the, the Bunny. Like okay. the, it doesn't they, need a name. It's like Madonna. Exactly. Okay. And Lisa Rinna is iconic. And yeah. dare I say, she looks quite good. She does. I mean, besides her lip situation, mm-hmm. which she's even acknowledged, she looks really good. I and She's sassy. She's spicy. I like her. I appreciate her in the momager role. I really, I think she's trying. She's. I like that she's acknowledging that she's following the footsteps of Kris Jenner. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's. She's, she's not trying to hide it. She's not hiding it. Yeah. She knows. Yeah. She's. She, she respects the hustle. Yes, she does. And that's what makes me respect Lisa, uh, Lisa Rinna. Yeah, I mean, she was doing ads for Depends. That's when you know, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I respect anyone that does ads for Depends. You have to be very comfortable with yes. yourself. Would you ever have Depends sponsor your no, funny, YouTube? <laughs> so funny you mentioned that. You know who tried to sponsor me? Who? Um, Charmin Toilet Paper. <laughs> Oh, there's like, aren't they like the... I mean, I did tell the them. Because, yes. Because Quilted you know Northern? Yes, Quilted <gasps> Northern Charmin. And I did say, you know what? There are a few things in life that you can skimp on. Toilet to- paper no. is not one of them. So uh, thoughts on Erica Jane? I love her. I She's, love her. She is reality TV gold. gold. She is like the gods gave her to us. Anyone with an alter ego in my mind is just amazing. Everyone should yeah. have one. Um, I think it's Mare. Do you remember when we went to a bar once and I told someone my name was Mare? And they're like, oh, like Meredith? And I was like, no, Mare is in America. (laughs) Oh my God. That was (laughs) like my parents love freedom. Do you know who mine is? What? Okay, well, that's going to have to be a question in our game because you don't know my alter ego? Crap. Aviva. Like Aviva Drescher? No, like Aviva Las Vegas. Oh, yes. Like when I went to Vegas, I would yes. tell everyone my name was Aviva. And I told you it meant spring. Yeah. I in Hebrew. That's true. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Aviva, I mean, she is fun. She's a good time. I've, I've hung out with Aviva numerous times. She's, she's One time, fun. Aviva had too much Red Bull. Oh, no. Yeah, that was a bit intense, but... Uh... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan. We were talking earlier about Erica Jane's wardrobe and how, mm-hmm. also how everyone needs a Mikey. I mean, what a lovely friend, yes. confidant, business partner, caretaker of shit. I need a team in general. Like I love, you really do. I love that Erica Jane has a team. Dorit glam has squad. a team. I need a team. But I Mikey need a squad. is so much more than a glam he squad. Is, he is. He is like the best friend. He's everything. He's a therapist. He's everything. So, I don't always like Erica's looks. Sometimes in the confessionals, like when she's wearing the pigtails, not a big yeah. fan of the pigtails, or at least the high pigtails, you know? Yeah. But tonight, when we saw her with her Tokyo looks, her and like hair. the pink hair oh, was just yes. so beautiful. And you know what? I think sometimes you have to take fashion risks mm-hmm. to strike fashion gold. Yes. If you don't go big, then you're never going to have that moment. And Kyle's party. So I am a fan of Kyle's party planner. I don't know exactly. What was his like, name? 
Um, I think Glenn. Glenn. And you know, and he's like, nothing's ever wrong. It's like no big deal that your house is torn apart. There's no electricity. And it's 100 degrees out. And I've got a bunch of drunk, middle-aged women. One missing the uterus. (laughs) (laughs) And then she found her mom's ashes. Oh, there are my mom's ashes. Like, under the table. Just, like, so nonchalantly. I'm a fan. I don't know how I feel about Dorit, but I do think she's necessary for the show. Yeah, they needed someone to come in and spice things up, bring a little drama. But also someone to, like, kiss Lisa Vanderpump's ass just a little because... She runs that show. Let's be real. She runs that show. I think they like her to think she runs the show. Maybe. I don't know how much she really does. I feel like she's the queen bee, and then she has her Vanderpump. I feel like Erica's the queen bee, but doesn't give a shit, so she lets Vanderpump think she is. Interesting. But, like, if they all had to choose who they would follow in the end of days, it would be Erica. You think? I mean, that's who I would follow. You know, I might follow Lisa. Really? Yeah. I mean, even who said it? Like, everyone's afraid of you except for... Dorit, was it? I don't want to be afraid of leader. my leader. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would go with Lisa. Maybe I'd get my own bar out of it. Ooh, speaking of which, <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. The yes, dramedy, let's get to the, the dramedy of our time. If you are not watching Vanderpump Rules, what are you doing with you your life? You are doing life wrong. That is what's Period. happening. It's the best reality show. There's so much to talk about. So let's get started off with how things start. Tom and Katie and his cheating issue where he gets drunk and calls people by Bubba, his wife's nickname. It's one thing to cheat. It is another thing to call the person by your wife's pet name. I mean, not just... Okay. So what if it's cheating, but he doesn't even know who the person is or what he's doing? That's his whole excuse, right? I don't remember. I was blackout drunk. Did I do it? Did I not? I, that would not fly with me. I'll tell you that much. That would not fly with me. I feel like, and I think I've learned this from you, which is basically a man will treat you how you allow yourself to be treated. Yes. You set standards. And people, your partner will meet those standards. Yes. And they should set standards that you meet as well. You know, it's a two-way street. Mm -hmm. But if you kind of lower your standards and you allow them to get away with things and there are no consequences, they will just keep behaving this way. And I just don't know why Katie doesn't put up more of a fuss. And maybe she does and maybe we just don't see it. Yeah, and That's the my thing theory. about this story that really gets me is, yes, he had his cheating incidents in the past, but now they're married, and they were happy, and they're talking about how they're doing so well, and you want to root for them and believe in them, and then this happens, and I, I have to say, I didn't see it coming, and maybe I should have, because once a cheater, always a cheater, you hear that saying, but I wanted to root for Tom, and I didn't think this would happen, and it's almost like, did it happen? He's still like casting doubt over whether it even happened. With Tom, I don't think he's a cheater in his heart. I think no. he can't handle saying no to peer yes, pressure. Yes, he's a he is a people pleaser to like a the fault. maximum. Yes. My favorite part from like a couple episodes ago is when Tom Sandoval was like, "Well, this would have never happened on my watch," and I'm like, "I know <laughs> it would not have." Yeah. But we can't have Tom Sandoval babysitting his boy all these times. Oh, man. And then, so then there's Lala. 
Oh, Lala's back. How do you she feel about way back. I mean, can we just talk about, she was so hated last season by everybody. And now she comes in and she's the one person who's getting along with everybody. How did that happen? I think she let her guard down. And I think she mm. was real off camera with them. Okay. And they got to know her. Sense. I think so. I yeah. feel like when she apologized to Katie at the reunion, she really meant it. Because I really, really loved this week when she said to Ariana, you know, I know this sounds silly, but I look in the mirror every day and I tell myself different body parts that I love you. I love my hands because they help me do things. I love my feet. You know, she loved everything. And then it's hard to reconcile that with the summer bodies comment that she made last season to Katie, you know, and then insinuating Katie was pregnant. And I think she realized this is not the kind of person that I am. I am a feminist. I stand up for women. And to say this to Katie was not okay. And um, mm-hmm. she apologized and she seemed like she meant it. And Katie seemed like she also was sorry. Yeah. And I'm all for people changing. I do feel that she could have changed and she saw how she was acting and, and how she came made across. A turn. I believe that she's made a turn. I do. I am. I'm definitely a fan, but that moment when she talked to Sheena and Ariana sitting in Sheena's master bedroom, which is now her closet. With the pictures of herself everywhere. That's what I can't get over. So, you know, there's people who think that she loves herself so much. I actually think that she loathes herself and is like trying to get herself to love herself by overdoing it with like photos of herself and the Instagram stuff. I love myself and like I'm so great. I'm such a good singer and I'm so awesome. It's like those like really couples who put too much of their relationship out there. there. It's like what are you trying to prove? Who are you trying to prove it to? It's almost suspicious and that's what she's doing with her own image. And it's not authentic. And the mm-hmm. one thing that I can't stand is when people aren't authentic. Yes. And it doesn't mean she's a bad person, but there's something really fake about how mm-hmm. she interacts on camera. Yes, I agree. You just want to shake her and be like, just be who you really yes. are. But she's lost who she is. I don't think she knows who she, she doesn't is. doesn't even Maybe know. Maybe that's why she puts herself on her own wall. Oh, <laughs> this is deep. This is, we are going deep right now. And the thing is, say what you want about Stassi, but she tells the truth. She Stassi owns it. As a, she as is who she is. Yeah. Whereas Sheena, she's kind of like a slippery snake. You don't really know what to expect from her. She flip-flops. So yeah, I totally agree. Well, we need to talk about the cheating accusations with her new guy. So I don't know if they happened. I don't care if they happened. What I care about is how delusional she is about everything. Yes. Oh, her slow blink, like when she was confronted with that information. Well, and how Kristen her face, called her oh out on the slow blink. Yes. She like you're doing like, that thing with your face. <laughs> where you're like looking a little crazy. Yeah. I mean, that is just like denial. That is like the face of denial. And, and then when she was like, well, I know he wouldn't do that because he doesn't like kissing. I was like, red flag. <laughs> oh my gosh, wave that red flag. Yes. Something's, something's whole off with that whole relationship. Yep. And I, it, it's her. Something's wrong with her. She's not comfortable who she is. I don't mm-hmm. know if she's ever been single. And maybe she needs to, I think she should go to like some random temple in India and just find herself. Mm-hmm. She needs to lose her phone. She needs to lose her makeup, her eyelash extensions, her hair extensions, and just be. 
Yes. But will she ever do that? She potentially could lose her mind. If she gets to, I mean, I feel like she might have broke up with this guy, right? No, sorry for spoilers, but I feel like No, I think they're broken up now. I don't know if it was her doing. It sounds like this was an unequal relationship because that's even the accusations was that someone saw him out and was like, I thought you were dating Sheena. And he says to her like, oh no, we're, we're nothing serious. And then he proceeds to kiss this other girl. So maybe that's the story of that relationship where maybe. she just thought it was much more serious than he did. Yeah, it's unequal. She's way more into him. And then her comment at dinner, like, oh, well, there's X, you know, 20 days before oh, yeah. we can get married. married. And, and then, then she's like, face. it was a joke. And it's like, was it? Because I don't know if you know how to tell jokes. Yeah, I don't think there was definitely an undertone of truth there. You know, I'm like Ariana. I take comedy very seriously. <laughs> But I love Ariana I do and too. Tom. Oh my gosh. They're a sweet couple. Even and if they're going. they're dry going... spell. I know. I mean, this isn't like a dry spell. This is like the Sahara Desert. Desert. I mean. I feel like they're playing it up a little bit for a storyline. I feel like if you were going to make the storyline, would that be the one you would go with? I wonder if there's something worse that they just don't want to have Ooh. shown. I don't know. But then she goes into this whole backstory about why yeah, they're having no. a dry spell. And I believe that. I believe it. I do. And I think that she's probably going to address it this season and try and work through those issues. Um, And I can see how, like, in the beginning of a relationship, it's not as big of an issue. But all of the issues that she has with her body and body positivity and a Mm -hmm. previous emotionally abusive relationship where people, the guy, said very not nice things about her body and very negative things about her I could see how they could eventually yeah. come back to haunt you later. Yeah, and she's just not the type of person I feel like would bullshit. Like she, no. if, of anybody on that show or many different shows that I watch, I just feel like she's authentic. So I believe her. I believe the story. And I hope that they do resolve it. Me too. I do. Because I believe in them. What Do they have a couple name? Oh my God. Do they um, not have a couple name? I think it has to include Sandoval as the name though, instead of like the Tom Sandiana. <laughs> yeah, we're working on it. That needs, and here's another question. Will they ever get married? I don't know. She doesn't seem to be very into the getting married, and I don't know if that matters to the two of them. I mean, I think it matters to him. Um, and will she ever compromise on that? Okay, mark my words. I'm predicting it right here, right now. Next season. Season seven. Next season. Ariana and Tom Sandoval yep. wedding. Well, I think maybe just the proposal. Okay. There. And then the following season is the wedding. Do you really think this could go on that many more seasons? Oh, yes. I mean, I think it could because I still want to watch them. But I mean, I'm getting season one, what? it's getting better. This season I is better than... Is. How many more combinations of people can cheat on each other? I That's mean, we're running I'm, out of people who can cheat it. on each I, other at this point. I, I think we could get Jiggy involved. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to resort to bestiality <laughs> yeah. at some point. There's just no more... Option. And I mean, one of my personal favorites, uh, James Kennedy, DJ James oh Kennedy. God. I love how, like, James is just back and he's just bros with Jax all of a sudden. It's so, my, how? my favorite moment of the entire episode was the toilet paper cake. I, if someone does not bring me a toilet paper cake on my next birthday, oh, I will be, it, I will, yes. And it, you know, Charmin. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes. If they are bringing you, a it's got to be cake, like legit. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. The super Noted. soft. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought it was so funny 
Um, you know, because then... And he DIY'd that. He didn't pick that up from the, the store. DIY is, it. I mean, as you know. As I know. The DIY best gifts know. are DIY. <laughs> I truly appreciated that. Yeah. So, Jax. Oh, my God. Jax and Brittany. Oh. oh. So bad. So, so bad. And I just, bad. I know Jax recently lost his father. And, like, my heart goes out to him. I, I lost a parent. That. Oh, you didn't? No. His father was battling cancer and died the day after Christmas. I, this Christmas, like just now, yeah, oh no, I didn't a, know. And that. so he keeps so like going sad. on social media and saying how Brittany's been his rock, and they're Brittany, in like, a, like, let's just take a moment for Brittany. I know. Like, she, she's too good for her own good, like, she's I know. too sweet, too forgiving. But that's what he needs because that's the only person who would put up with him. But what does she need? Is the exactly. Question. And I love now how everyone just loves Brittany so much more than him, like, he brought her into the group. And people have rallied around her. Every single person loves her, including me. She's just such a... She gives Britney's everywhere a good name. Yeah, she does. She Team really Brittany. does. Team Britney. Team Britney. I think it's even spelled the same. I think it there is, too. There aren't many of us. T-T-A-N-Y. Really? I yeah. thought that's how most Britneys are. And then Britney Spears just, like... Flip the script with yeah. the E-N-Y. But, like, she can. She can. Because she's Britney. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can we just, like, how quickly she forgave him? I How quickly? I think she was wrestling with it as she's, like, I think she's still wrestling with it. I don't think it's fully forgiven. I think she's trying to figure out, am I willing to give up this life that, like, we have created with each other? Yeah, I get that. They live together. They have two dogs together. Yeah. She moved for him. I think it's hard for her just to throw it all away. She got boobs for him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... And I think she's probably taking her time, and I bet it was a months-long process where it was like, I'm going to be with you. No, I'm not going to be with you. Yes, I am going to be with you. And I, then it keeps getting worse, though, and she's like, I know. there was a tape. I mean, how that much worse? Sounds... Well, there was a pregnancy, then it was multiple times he cheated, and now there was audio. Audio of him saying he would never marry her, that's, which is the oh, meanest, it because that's worse. all she wants. She wants. She wants to be a mom, and she will be the Best mom. She, she will be, be such awesome. a great mom. Brittany, if you're listening to this, we love you. We're team Brittany. We're team Brittany. I'm, I think I'm team everyone on Vanderpump. Like, I want them all to do well. I do. Everyone has been able to and can redeem themselves. At least. Yeah. Everyone and the Jax, show. in my opinion. Jax just, he, no matter what, yeah. he always goes back to his default behavior, which is just the second things get hard, he, he gets hard. <laughs> and he finds... <laughs> Somebody it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Oh, Jax, I am not sure what I think needs to happen. I do feel so bad about his father, though, and I'm yeah. hoping that maybe this is a moment where he has some growing up. He did say in an Instagram post that, like, he's going to walk his sister down the aisle this summer. She's getting oh. married. So, like, kind of taking over some of the duties that his dad had and the role that his dad played in the family. Oh, I'm really, really hoping this was, like, will shake him to his core. I hope so, too. In a way that improves where he tries to be a person like his father was. But I will not hold my breath. (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to ask you some questions because I think you've never actually been on a podcast before. No, this is my first podcast, my first interview, all of that, because I am so 
socially awkward. You're I'm not. I I've been friends with you for like 14 years. I never think you're socially awkward. I am though. I'm maybe I'm, maybe we're both socially <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Could be true. So for in terms of reality TV, so I'm pretty sure you know this, but you're the reason I watch reality TV. What? So you know how you used to watch uh, with our friend Michelle and our neighbor Julia used to watch The Bachelor, the Bachelor. on That's Monday what nights, you in. and yes. I would be at grad school and I would come home after being at work all day and then at school for three hours and not want to watch that. Hey, you would judge us. You judged I judged, us so. and I went in my room and I closed the door and I got my homework you out. Got, you know, you would put your football on. <laughs> Like, not only am I not watching this, I'm watching football. <laughs> Monday Night Football, man. So and then you saw the fun we were having. I know, and I thought maybe I'll give it a shot. And I said, as soon as I graduate, I will try this. And Jake Pavelka was my first season. <laughs> so if you were on The Real Housewives, what would your tagline be? Wow, Mandy. That, <laughs> I mean, that's a big question. I that's, know. That I think that's question. like the ultimate watch what happens live question. You know, all right. You want to go there? You want to put me on the spot? Yeah, I, get I, deep I, into I the will. mic. Okay. I may be small, but I'm fierce. So don't underestimate me. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I feel like I'm always so underestimated in everything that I do. Don't underestimate me. No. I like that. Yeah. What would, yours, what would yours be? Something having to do with public health because. Wait, what? I don't know. It's what I work in, okay. disease. But it has to be sassy. You have to bring the sass with your um, timeline. I mean. I survived cholera, so I'm not putting up with any of your shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, do you have a favorite reality show villain? Villain? Like, someone I mean, you a love lot to, hate. to hate. Honestly, I would have to say maybe Stassi. Really? I love to hate. I mean, she. I guess I don't view her as the villain anymore. As a villain anymore. But yeah, like she season one, kind of, Saucy, season two. Yeah, and even like a Jax and a Stassi. In a lot of ways, many of the characters on Vanderpump Rules, or characters, people on that show, they <laughs> <They're> have. <human. laughs> they have, you know, that side of them, but you still. You root for them. At yeah. At the same time, like they're doing these awful things. Jax is cheating. Stassi, you know, she says these things, but I still root for them, and I, I think they're endearing, and yeah, I don't know. Who I mean, you know, be. you know how I feel about Stassi. I mean, I'm naming oh. my dog oh. after her. Oh so. yes. Okay, wait. Um, you need to share that. Mandy's getting a dog. I'm getting a dog a in the spring. A Westie, uh, and just like Stassi, she'll be a little white bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have a favorite villain. I'm trying to think of someone like really bad. Maybe Brandy Glanville. Oh, so yeah. So I don't really, I, I love to else. hate her. How did they let her go? I think, see, Lisa wanted her gone. Lisa That's said, why you're right. She is right if she's she, there. Yeah. I think the whole cast kind of couldn't handle yeah. her. She, she was next level. People, she, she, would, much. she would go there. Like there was nothing that was sacred with Brandy. I mean, is there any reality? like, person on a reality show that you've actually would feel connected to? Not just, like, watch them on TV, but feel like you could connect to on a person-to-person conversation level. Ooh, that is a good question. You know, I, if there's any, like, reality show person I would want to hang out with, I don't know if that's the same question, 
it would be Stephanie and Brandy from yes. Dallas. Yes. Like the four, we all could be besties. We would, have, we would have such a good time. They're just so down to earth and they're so fun and they can laugh at themselves. And, and they that's don't what take we need more of. Seriously. I don't like some of these people who go on there and they're just, they can't like loose. They can't take a joke. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. So on to questions not related to reality TV. Reality Well, mean? actually, if we had our own show, is there any moment that you think would have been perfect for television? Mandy, I mean, we should have had our own show years ago. Cruise Famous? Because that would have been called. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mandy and I, we went on a cruise and our goal was to be Cruise Famous. I mean, we wanted to own that cruise. We wanted to be able and to walk on the Lido deck and have people be like, oh my God, you guys <laughs> are the girls from last night. <laughs> we did own that cruise. We, we lived up to that. Yeah, at one moment... We went to, what was it, like, not a sing-along, like a Name That Tune. We had a good time. And then I think the following night, we thought that it was Name That Tune again at the exact same place in the exact same lounge. Mm-hmm. But what happened? Well... It said private party. Yeah, and we were just showing up for our event. Because here's the thing. When you go on a cruise, you're you're one of two people. You try and do your own thing, or you're involved. And we were involved. We did, we did the activities. Bingo, I love activities. Water slides. All of the shows. We were there. We were in the front row. We were cheering. Yes. Yes. Martinis. We yes. About. We said yes to everything. Just say yes. Isn't that a Bethany <laughs> Frankel book? Yes. Just say. I haven't read the book. I actually don't know if it's the book, but it sounds I'm like something. I'm pretty sure write. she wrote a book, and the premise was just say yes to everything. When we walked into this room, we it said private party. And we assumed that it was just an incorrect sign and that we were there for the name that tune again. And we had had a few drinks and we're with our friends, Michelle and Stephanie. Michelle and I were dancing a lot. We were making a scene because we were, we were there. We wanted to be there. Like and we wanted to be having fun. Else was stone faced. Looking at us. Like, like, why are you are having these people? Fun? They were all very serious and kind of looking like we just wanted to get out of that room. And pretty soon, someone they came over and were like, oh my gosh, we're so happy you guys are here. What branch are you with? And it turned oh. out we had accidentally crashed in a corporate American Eagle event on the cruise that we were attending. Oh and that it was part of these people who were given a free cruise as long as they attended a certain number of events. So, Brittany, do you remember your brilliant idea about how we got out of that situation? I don't, actually. <laughs> but I'm sure it was brilliant. I think it's on video. But basically, you're like, okay, guys, we can't all leave at the same time. <sighs> because then everyone will know we don't belong here. Keep in mind, we're the only people dancing. <laughs> that is like, we stood out like such a sore thumb. And eventually, you're like, okay, Stephanie and I are just going to walk out. And then you guys come to 30. And then you walk out. <laughs> is one thing that most people would be shocked to learn about you? Well, maybe I should ask you that question. (laughs) You've known me for how many years now? 14 years? I think probably that you're an introvert. Oh yeah. I am like queen introvert. If I could live my life without ever having to leave my house again, like I would be, I would be happy with that. Um, You said that you feel underestimated by people. Can you give an example? Yes. (laughs) So, for example, you know, I do YouTube as a full-time job. 
now. I work really hard at it and people do not see that. And I get the comments so often that you, know, you don't work, you should get a real job, you need to work like your husband. And it really gets me because you need to work like your husband? Who would oh say something my like gosh. that? Yes. These are the only real comment that gets under my skin is when people say that I don't work. I'm lazy. I just sit at home all day. I'm a stay-at-home wife. My husband pays for everything. When I work so hard, I work every night. You know, I take care for my son during the day. So people underestimate me. They think I'm just at home doing nothing, whereas they don't see what goes on behind the scenes. And sometimes that's okay because I don't talk about that. I'm not one of those people who's constantly you know, saying, oh, I work so hard. Because you have to let your work speak for itself. Yes. Ultimately. So... What do you think, or like, what do you find most challenging and most rewarding about being on YouTube? Ooh. Um, I would say the most challenging is that it is something you can't really let up. A YouTube is a lot about momentum. It's about consistency and just staying on the grind week after week. And that's hard to do. It is hard. I took one week of maternity leave. One week of maternity leave and then I was back onto making videos and then I increased my videos for some reason um so now I do two a week and it's a lot and um that that's tough because there's no getting off the horse you got to stay on the horse and you got to keep writing yeah but definitely the best part I would say is connecting with people all around the world because I am such an introvert and to feel like I am helping people in any way motivating them inspiring them I always wanted to be a life coach that was mm -hmm. my hype dream. I never thought I would do it. And in some ways, I feel like being on YouTube and doing what I do, I am helping to motivate people. That's the feedback I get a lot. Um, in case you guys don't know, I do you know, organization, cleaning, healthy lifestyle videos. And um, to feel like I've made an impact on anybody, I mean, that's so rewarding. And I love that. And especially sharing your stories about Carter and about becoming a mom yes. and about your birth story. And, you know, I think that was really helpful to a lot of women, you know, who feel kind of alone in yeah. their pregnancy and in their, you know, early stages of motherhood. Yeah. And actually, that was a little bit of a, of a controversy because in the beginning, things were really hard for me. And that part I didn't really show on camera because I didn't show anybody. I was just trying to survive. I was just mm -hmm. you know, barely staying afloat. And then when I went back on camera and I showed Carter and my vlogs and all that, I, I show the good stuff. I show the highlights because to me, my, my weekly vlogs, those are my highlight reels of my life. Those are the things I want to look back on. And I don't always show the bad parts. And I got some criticism for that. I got a, a mom writing in and saying that her watching my videos made her feel bad. Um, that, you know, that I have this perfect life and this perfect baby. And um, in response to that, I made a video called um, Having a Baby Expectations Versus Reality. And that, that. Like, shows the reality of having a baby and I do talk about it more now because I want all moms deal with hard things yeah I just in general whatever it is whether it's being a mom any aspect of life I always like to focus on the good and find the humor in the bad and that's what you and I connect mm -hmm. on is we always humor, find humor in the bad <laughs> any situation and that means anything and I think that's such you know something I think everyone should try to do because yeah. it's really liberating and it helps through the darkest times. Definitely. And so when you're saying like you like to put the best foot forward and you know, you choose what's on, you know, yes. you're the executive producer of your mm -hmm. YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So you of course choose the things that look the best, but if you were like an executive producer of a reality show, 
you probably choose the parts that are the worst. And so we're actually seeing people at their worst. Mm Mm-hmm. And that so very true. I try and sometimes, as much as I love to judge, realize, you know what, I'm sure there are moments that I've had that I would not want to be on camera yes. and where I don't look so great mm-hmm. and where maybe I'm not being as honest as I should or as authentic mm-hmm. as I should. Yeah, that's very true. I edit my own life and I choose what gets out there. When people are on these reality shows... It's not in their hands. They signed that contract and they have no control over what the world sees and how they're edited. So yes, you do have to keep that in mind and have compassion and understanding there's always two sides to the story. Things might not be as bad as they look on TV. So that's what I keep telling you. Yeah. Even though my entire podcast is about judging. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we judge in good fun. In good fun. Yes. I love these people. Me too. I love these shows. I love Andy Cohen. And I love Vanderpump Rules and The Real Housewives and Bachelor and all of this. I appreciate. I appreciate the fact that people are willing to put themselves out there, that are willing to go on television. Mm -hmm. I understand that they get a lot of wonderful deals from this and they get money and fame and whatever. There's a lot of nasty things that come along with it. I'm sure they have haters on all social media that they can't always go places without you know being recognized or having privacy with their kids or their families you know and you can't really kind of it's not like a light switch like you can just be like okay I'm gonna turn off my little celebrity status or my you know show whatever now because I don't want this to be filmed I could I couldn't and I would not no it would drive me crazy there's no way I think I'd be pretty entertaining oh my goodness I'm just yeah. trying to figure out what reality show you would be best on. Of the existing mm. ones, which one do you think you would be best on? I don't know. I mean, definitely not a com- competition one because I don't, I'm not very competitive. Mm-hmm. I would just sit back and let other people win and be like, okay, do you feel better now <laughs> that you won? <laughs> what about like Survivor? No, no, I don't like being uncomfortable. I mean, you lived in Africa. I know, I lived in Bangladesh. Lived in and Bangladesh. I don't like being uncomfortable. I've been uncomfortable. Yeah, you've been there, done that. I've been there, done that. But you that. could do it for 30 more days for a million dollars. I mean, maybe. And it's, so much of it is like the social aspect of it. And that you I would love. Would dominate. I would go on ba- The Bachelor to make friends. Yeah, you actually would. You would be like, the I would not care about The Bachelor. I'd be like, this guy is not here for love. But these girls are down to have a good time and we're going to have the best pool party. The bond that these girls get going on the show. We'll see that afterwards, for sure. I loved, um, I cannot remember, Alexis, is that her name? The one who dressed as a shark and then claimed it was a dolphin. She is your alter ego. Yes. When I saw her, I was like, that's exactly what I would do. I would literally wear a shark costume all night and then I would fall in the pool. Yeah. So some of these already done me on a reality show. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Really appreciate it. So Brittany, most people know where to find you, but just in case they don't, how do we find you on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Yes, it is. Currently, it's still Vassour Beauty. I am going through a rebranding. It's going to be Brittany Vassour, just my name, in the next couple of months. But um, for now, Vassour Beauty and yeah, all social media. 
Yay. Yeah. And also, if you're listening to this podcast, make sure to subscribe to podcast. I'm not like a podcast. Yeah. So you guys should subscribe to Is This Real Life with Mandy Slutsker. And you can find it on iTunes or SoundCloud. And uh, you can also find it on Twitter, ITRL underscore podcast and on Instagram. And look forward to having more of these and look forward to having you back later. Oh, yes. I will definitely be back. Definitely. Probably for the Vanderpump finale. Finale. Yes. It's happening. It's all happening. Whether you're having a not moving off the couch while you watch the game kind of day or a no time between conference calls kind of day, it can still be a delicious Dunkin' kind of day. And with Dunkin' now available on DoorDash, it's easier than ever to get your faves brought right to your door. So if you're looking for coffees, donuts, and breakfast sandwiches in the morning, craving some afternoon snack and bacon, or in need of Dunkin' refreshers for a PM pick-me-up, we've got you covered. Order now and get your faves brought to your door through Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash. Price and participation may vary. Exclusions apply. America runs on Dunkin'.